Hello. Welcome to Blossom and Blaze. We're glad you've joined us. We're here to look at life and work and ask the question, is this what you truly want? How would you feel if you could direct your life to get the outcomes you dream of? How can you make a dampened desire or a forgotten fantasy into your compass for a genuine, fulfilled and prosperous you? We're two insightful coaches who get people to manifest their amazing, authentic selves and be even better than they dreamed. I'm Anna. And I'm Tree. How would it feel to wake up every morning excited and energized to begin your day? We'll explore the habits, beliefs, and approaches that empower us to create our most mindful, fulfilling, and engaging experience, both personally and professionally. Oh, and humor is our wine, though sometimes wine is our wine too. Let's unleash the most breathtaking you. Feed the seed, fire the desire. And today we're looking at dreams. Those once glorious desires we cherished that all too often drift to sleep. What if we found the courage to revisit them and make them a part of our life until they become our life? Let's try to wake up our dreams. Hey, Trey. Hey, Anna. You're in the Caribbean or? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, genuinely so. You know, I'm, I'm in paradise. I'm living my dreams here. <laughs> well, how perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> and um, which, is, which is actually an appropriate introduction to the fact that today, is it today on the 25th? I believe, yep. of September. Yep. It's yep. World Dream Day. Yet another holiday I didn't know about. I don't think actually it's a holiday. I think it's a, what do you call them, celebrations? Yeah, I think they're considered special days. I mean, there's all these kinds of calendars online now that have so many different days. I mean, there could now be 40 days, days on a date. And it's everything from um, left-handed uh Left-Handers Day, of course, that's one of the bigger ones, frankly, and I am a left-handed person, so that's a big day for oh, me. Okay. Um, but for me, every day is left-handed day, right? But um, just the yeah, sure. <laughs> so obscure, right? Like baked bean day. And mm. But this one, World Dream Day, I think this is, I, think, I love this. This has only been around since 2012. But dreaming, having a dream, having a a day where, again, just like we recently talked about World Gratitude Day, this is a day that it's designed to bring attention to the importance of having a dream. And it's not just a dream to like, oh, I want to, you know, be an astronaut and which some people have that and they actually do it, right? The idea, a dream that you actually then turn into reality, dream big mm -hmm. and see what happens. All right. And how are we supposed to celebrate this? day well i think there are many different ways it was originally created by a professor or staff member someone at columbia university the idea being to bring attention to the importance of dreams in terms of uh being the inspiration behind inventions and creativity and innovation mm -hmm. so giving time giving again intentional time toward thinking about what your dreams are and then collectively doing that around the world, not just maybe individually, but 
maybe a group can take the opportunity. Hey group, what's the dream we have for ourselves? So it's really, again, to give some focused attention to the entire concept. I think that there's a very famous Blake quote, which is everything which we see now was once imagined. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Mm. And sometimes maybe we take that for granted and, and we just see a skyscraper. Whereas, mm. you know, how many hundreds of years ago people could didn't think about that. They didn't know that that was possible. Mm. I mean, certainly you've got things like pyramids that are amazing and someone, mm. some, some, you know, individual, many people imagined that and, and then found a way mm. to create it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the absolute perfection. I mean, the, the skill, the labor involved in creating a pyramid is incredible, incredible, isn't it? Yet somebody had enough determination and vision and yep. enough conviction to persuade everybody else, <laughs> this is what we're gonna do. <laughs> exactly, I mean, that's wow. amazing. And so if something like that can be accomplished, surely on an individual level with many more centuries later, many more um, possibilities and amenities and technology available to us, surely we can all do what we can to identify mm -hmm. and, and carry out some big dreams. Yeah, we all have our own pyramid, so to speak. Right, absolutely, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So what do we do with it? Yeah, I mean, for me, Okay, it's quite clear. If you, if I said to you, or if you said to me, okay, let's go build a pyramid, a huge, I would have this huge feeling, tree, we know nothing about architecture, we know nothing about building, where do we get the workforce, etc. And very soon, I would be able to uh, convince myself, this is useless to do, yes, we're not going to achieve a pyramid. And I know that's a little bit ridiculous to talk about building a pyramid, because we probably aren't going to do it. And it's neither my it's not my dream enough that I want to build a pyramid at the moment. I never say never. Um, but I think on a smaller scale, if you do have a big dream, quite often that big dream does not correspond with your normal everyday life. And I think that's sometimes a reason to ignore it. Right, right. I think people get caught up, again, in the day-to-day, -day, in daily obligations, in routine, mm -hmm. in what mm -hmm. feels safe in what they have time for, in what they think they know about now. Yeah, I think I think that's so right because you know, let's let's say I want to I want to do something. I want to climb a mountain, not a pyramid, not make a pyramid. I want to climb a mountain, yeah. I mean, it's like being in a forest with a little compass and I have to somehow make my way to that new thing which is climbing a mountain. Now, along my untrodden path because I've never climbed any mountain, well, no, I've been on, on, on short little hikes, let's say, but I've never climbed a mountain with gear, let's say. So along my path, I will come across distractions and I will come across, you know, uh, come here, uh, meet your friends, forget about, you know, doing something adventurous, stay safe. And, you know, I will be so looking from side to side thinking, gosh, you know, it's a bit boring going along this path. I'm not getting anywhere. I'll just, you know, stop at this distraction. So I think distractions will stop us if we are not focused enough. Yeah, easily. That and I think there's also that very um, 
powerful gravitational pull of inertia. <laughs> right? <Yes. laughs> I mean, yes. being, I mean, it takes a catalyst, it takes a spark to get us off of our regular holding pattern of life sometimes, right? I mean, what it's so much easier to go watch something on on TV and get a snack and go to sleep than it is to make a plan for climbing this mountain, to make a plan mm -hmm. for changing jobs. I mean, and it's not, it's not, I mean, you know, we shouldn't blame ourselves or get down on ourselves. It's just, that's how the human brain works. The, the brain is structured to keep us in a pattern that is familiar. And yes, safe, familiar, safe, comfortable. Yeah, predictable. All of that, right, exactly. All very important, yeah. But they limit, it limits us. It does. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm aware of this, this, how hard it is to change things, not just to have the inspiration to change it, but to keep with it. And I think that there are, there are two things, right? One, yeah, one is the inspiration. Now, where do you get inspiration from? Okay, you can get inspiration from the internet or better still would be like figures who've done it. You know, like somebody in your family did it before you or somebody in your family change their life quite considerably and if not in your family friends if not in your friends people in the public world yep. you know who inspire you despite some setbacks despite this or that they manage to achieve something extraordinary yeah you know going watching ted talks you meet extraordinary people or that you see extraordinary people all the time and so that's great that it, inspiration is wonderful i don't know if you have any inspiring figures in your life I have many. I do. I mean, my, well, I mean, for me, honestly, my favorite celebrity um, inspiration in that way is clearly, and I think it's just so obvious that it goes without saying, it should be everyone's Mick Jagger. <laughs> Mick Jagger. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, I say that, and I'll make this brief because I could talk for hours about Mick Jagger and days about the Rolling Stones. But with Mick Jagger, I always, I've, I, I'm just, I'm, I am a huge Rolling Stones fan, and I've read so much about the Stones, and I have seen what he has done as the, the lead singer of this band since 1962. What I find so captivating about that is that. He just now with his with the Stones has come out with a brand new album at mm -hmm. age 80. And this man, wow. yeah, I mean, this man continues to be cool and talented yeah. and want to do things. This guy does not have to do a thing. He could have retired in, you know, 1972, a wealthy man. But he mm. loves what he does and he's always aiming, he's always trying to come up with something new and exciting and inventive, and he's into fashion. Yeah. He's very smart and well-read and he, re, you know, he just, and he creates these experiences for fans. And I just, I find him a very dynamic person with this kind of energy. I saw him perform last year in Liverpool and my God, I, I mean, wow. I certainly couldn't have done what he does when I was 30. I mean, he's incredible. And it's, I have to see he's got this spark. He's got this spark. Mm and he sees it through. How about you? Well, this is a guy who doesn't stop dreaming, clearly. Right. 
I mean, this is another issue. Once you've reached your dreams, what do you do? Do you just stop dreaming or do you find the next dream? And clearly he, yes. he's on a on a roll, a rolling stone. <laughs> exactly, he's on a roll. Tree, while we're on the while we're on the subject of Mick Jagger, can I just um can you just tell the story why you use the name Tree? Because I know it's not the name, it's part of the name you were born with. It is. But you like using the name tree and I love the story behind it. Okay. Okay, sure. I'll, I'll make it quick. I had the opportunity to interview Mick um, many years ago now for a magazine article about the guy who has been the Rolling Stones backup singer for 30, 40 years now, Bernard Fowler. And uh, Bernard connected me with Mick's people and so I was able to do a phone interview with Mick when he was in, touring in Europe. And he gets on the phone and, you know, terrified because I mean, I was, I was young and Mick Jagger is one of the people top of my mm-hmm. list I most want to meet. But he, you know, he says, hi, this is Mick. Well, I'm not going to do the accent because it's horrible <laughs> when I do that. But he asked me, he saw my full name um, and my middle name is Catrienne. He says, Katrian, oh, like tree for short. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, like tree. And he's, and, th- and then we go with the interview, which was lovely. And he's very, mm-hmm. very thoughtful, very conversational. He ends up inviting me over to, uh, I was going to be in Europe. So he said, come see a show, come backstage. So he really set me up so nicely. And I met him when I was over there in Hamburg. Mm-hmm. Um, but so at the end of the call of the interview, he says, okay, then tree. And so I, I told my friends at the time I was in um, graduate school and that group of friends were like tree, tree, tree. So that's nice. how tree started. And with yeah. big, big segments of my friends and, and professionally now I use tree. Yeah. He kind of left his mark on you somehow. He did. He did. I mean, that's inadvertently. Amazing. He came up with, yeah, what, yeah, I, I resonate with. And you, and you, like, yeah, he helped you form slightly new identity. Yes. I love that. Right, right. Mm. So, yes, that's my Mick Jagger story. And he is just as charming as he is um, inspiring to me in terms of how he approaches life. Full throttle. Okay. Fantastic. Now, that is great to have an inspirational figure that, that's, you know, you can look to him. You know, as somebody who, who, yeah, at his age, he can do that. My goodness. I can learn from that. Yeah. And he's been, the fact that he's been doing it and doesn't need to do it for the money. And he's been doing it for over 60 years now. And mm-hmm. what he does, I like a lot. Right. So that it's all those pieces. And I'm, I'm talking mm-hmm. about his talent and, and what he mm-hmm. comes up with and how he approaches life. I find that yeah fascinating. I mean I also I mean I'm not such a big fan of Madonna you know I grew up kind of with Madonna but I do admire the fact that she reinvents herself yeah. and I think that is very inspirational yeah. I think we should all reinvent ourselves because we're all changing all developing all the time yep. and you don't have to stay looking the same or behaving the same you, you can be somebody completely different yeah with and- your name with your appearance yeah. Right. With your friends, with your environment, it can all change. And that's wonderful. And that's growth. That's basically growth, exactly. isn't it? It is. It's growth and it's pulling out different attributes that you have 
that you want to shine for that time, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's, yeah, that's exciting and that's interesting. And it shows um, just a real, I don't know, zest for how you present yourself and and maybe what you see too shifts a little Mm -hmm. bit when you're a a slightly different identity. It's exciting. Mm -hmm. There's, I mean, one of my real inspirations is um, Jim Carrey. Do you know Jim Carrey? Sure. He's was, now, I never, ever watched a Jim Carrey film um, because when he was young, he was in all these goofy films. And I just <laughs> don't like goofy films or goofy characters or people who try to make you laugh. I kind of, I avoided Jim Carrey like the plague. So I never actually watched any of his films when he was famous for this type of character. But then later, I kind of saw YouTubes about stuff he was saying. And wow, is he like some spiritual guru now? He is not this goofy guy. He is truly my, I don't know, do you know Jim Carrey? What he does now? I don't. Check out, if anybody knows something about manifestation, about presence, about intention, it's Jim Carrey. He is a teacher for life. And, you know, he radiates, he's, he's like, he's got a Buddha quality about him. And he explains why he needed to be that goofy character. It's some lesson he learned from his upbringing. He needed to somehow entertain his mother who was in a lot of pain. And he enjoyed making people happy, you know, through suffering, he created something beautiful. Wow. And, you know, that's a beautiful yeah. story. And, he, and, you know, he used it. And there's this very famous Jim Carrey um, story about manifestation that when he was a younger actor, uh, um, he wrote a check to himself for $10,000. And he wrote this check and he put a date on it, which was three years in the future, Thanksgiving, three years in the future. And he wrote $10 million and he put it in his wallet and he let it just stay there. Now, he looked at it every day. He was aware it was there. And three years later, he was given the film Dumb and Dumber. And he actually made 10 million from it. That's such an example of manifestation, which is, yeah, which is a fantastic practice. And we should talk about maybe in a bit. That, I love that. That is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, before we get to that, why do you think a lot of us, aren't living this amazing big dream that we have? What What is keeping a lot of us from having a dream that we are just really focused on and excited about? Mm. I think part of it is fear of failure. Imagine, I can think you could easily imagine that, you know, something you really like or someone you really want. I mean, imagine, yeah, you you have a dream of this person, he's my idol, and then you meet that person, he's a jerk, you know? <laughs> That's that kind of thing. You know, you're afraid that when it comes true, somehow it's just not what it should be. There's something nice about some holding something up high, or oh, one day I want to do this or be this or have this. Having the dream as a dream is something quite beautiful. Yeah, I agree. And so on one level, you, you kind of keep it a bit apart from you. Uh, yeah, I oh, I can think of several examples where I've done that and where mm. that kind of dream is okay, I think. You do want to keep it a bit magical, right? Mm. And keep it a little elusive. 
if you took that and then filled yourself with disappointment because you're not you're not doing anything about it and you're just again too afraid and 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 fear rejection that's a different thing but if you keep something elevated and a little magical and special i think that's nice yeah but yeah but you can't always just have this very flat life and have your dreams i mean really what's what you shouldn't have i think and this is a fixed mindset versus growth mindset a fixed mindset would say okay i either achieve my dreams or i don't i can fail whereas a growth mindset would say okay let's try and write a book sure it might not get published sure it might may not get every idea i want but hey maybe i quite like writing let's just have a go at this and even if you just write a few pages and you enjoy the process that's actually quite a beautiful thing to have done you've actually manifested part of your dream and it may inspire you to go further or it may just you may just say ah this is too hard work this is maybe not right yet maybe you know in the future sometime I'll write that book or I'll build upon it but it should be fun and you should try to to work on it. You know, use a growth. I did this. Every little part that you do manage to bring about, you should celebrate. I totally agree. And I think that way too, it lets you really discover whether or not this should be a dream of yours. If this is something where, I think that's part of the the issue that when we do keep a dream out here, we attach a lot of things to it that may or may not be accurate, right? Mm-hmm. We think that, oh, I want this dream house by the ocean in Florida. Well, okay, that's beautiful. Um, look into that, right? I mean, see what that really, <laughs> what the, before you start manifesting away on that, really think about what that means for your life. Think about the day to day and think so that in order to help you shape a dream that is really, really what you want. I think Mm -hmm. that is part of the problem or the challenge or the opportunity that we have too, to get clear in our dreams. And I think, you know, rediscovering some dreams that maybe we had when we were kids or younger is important. It's important to tap into. Maybe I think sometimes we get in this rut and this routine and we, we don't remember our dreams. I think it's important to do things like reflect, think about what our mm-hmm. values are, think about, okay, five, three, five, ten years from now, what is my ideal experience like? So you're visioning. And there are a lot of different things you can do to rediscover what your dream actually is. And that's mm-hmm. important to do before you consider manifesting it. Because if you're manifesting something vague or inaccurate, that's going to that could manifest and it might not turn out to be what you really want to have happen. Yeah, that's true. It's really good. I mean, whether you have a big dream or not, it's really good to try for the smaller goals first, you know, the smaller steps. Yeah, definitely. You know, so before you write that book, that novel, maybe you just write a a little blog or a post for social media. That's enough. And that's an achievement in itself. Definitely. That's huge. Yeah, it it is huge. So, um, yeah, becoming clear what your what your dream is, maybe having small steps towards it, and then 
I mean, sometimes actually you, you don't even know where to start. And then at these moments, I think your browser can help. Um, for example, I like houses. <laughs> and just, you know, going, looking up Dream Villa or something, you can get some big inspiration as to houses or stuff or locations, you know, where you might want to travel or going into a bookshop, for example, you, what section would you go to? You know, what actually are you interested in? I think you can find a lot just by doing a little bit of research. Yes. Curiosity research, see where curiosity leads you. Yep. Yeah, and that is that is such a critical first step, and keeping that curiosity going until you really find what that that spark is, and then once mm -hmm. you discover what it is, learn more and more and more about it, and see how you can bring it into your life and what your goal around it might be. Like, mm -hmm. I'll give you a quick little example. For me, I discovered rediscovered really yoga back in 2012, the same year that this this um this dream day was created but okay. i i and i discovered it by taking a, a class on the pier that is in the beach town i visit all the time and am visiting soon again at the jersey shore and so the setting was perfect right you've got the you know slow waves underneath the pier you've got a great teacher some fun classmates and then you have the salt mm. air and then you have the beautiful sky and i felt so many benefits from that yoga that i learned more about i, I started reading about yoga and i i that led me to read about well i want to feel like that more often and so then i read about meditation and mindfulness and that has and so then I continued, I take classes with that very same teacher. And I'm also now studying to get my teacher certification all these years later. I'm also a meditation trainer as you are. And so mm. that little seed, that little experiment made me curious enough to learn more and to really expand it into many aspects of my life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's that, what dreaming is, what authentic dreaming is, is it's that emotion where you find a connectedness. You found it with yoga, a connectedness to yoga, or you find a connectedness to, to I don't know, to, to climbing, the, the feeling of freedom, exploration. I want to climb that mountain. I want to get that feeling. And I think that once you recognize that feeling, you should try and keep hold of that feeling and you should nurture it and this six phase meditation which we often mention now it's it allows you to to reflect to have that feeling inside and to somehow dream into that feeling let that feeling expand through yourself and let it expand your vision how can you be in the future in three years time in five years time with this feeling bigger that it's now your life you're now a climber you know you you're about to do Everest you are a yoga teacher where people want to sign up to have your classes you're not just a yoga student anymore right you expand that feeling and this is this is actually part of manifestation where if you can already see it through making this small feeling go through your body make it affect your dreams, you're almost 
living it, living it. You are living for five minutes while you're in those that dream phase or imagination phase. You are living that future self. Yes. And all you got to do is make that bigger then. Correct. Correct. And then your body and mind naturally take, te- take steps toward that. Right. Mm. So it's one thing to envision and imagine. And that's the first key step. And then you want to take action on it. Right. And you're so enthused and your body and mind are are geared toward it and they can picture it. So rather than it being a struggle, oh, what do I do? I think steps and, and, and action activities that you need to do opportunities to do them start really coming to you and you seek them out and find them easily. And that, that mm-hmm. whole thing really starts spiraling into a very good positive experience. Yeah, it's like the universe starts to rearrange itself around your vision, you know, exactly. and that's the wonderful thing. Exactly. You just need to come up with the vision and believe exactly. it, you know? Right. Like Jim Carrey, he had that $10 million check. You believe it is coming to you. Yep. And don't worry about the how. Don't worry about the how. Don't worry about can I? Am I good enough? Don't worry mm. about any of that. Keep focused on what that is. Yeah. And yeah, things come together nicely. Many thanks for listening to our podcast. And please listen to our other ones for more inspired musings. And if you have any feedback, suggestions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. Please write to go at blossomandblaze.life. Now, did you know that as well as being extraordinary life coaches, we both have our own specialities. Tree is a mindful, high-performance career coach who can help you to flourish in your dream job. You can contact her at tree, T-R-I-E, at reimaginemonday.com. And if you'd like help with public speaking or presentations, you can come to me. I help speakers get comfortable, deliver captivating content, and create transformation. My email is connect at superpowerspeaking.com. Till next time, feed the seed, fire the desire. We want you to blossom and blaze.